watch all the time you spend your tune in to It's time again to cherish all the time you spend your tune in to It's the number one podcast The topics of discussion when we broadcast So all the artificial man We do it natural from the concrete to a public standpoint What's up, good people, and welcome to the 52 Scott Podcast. I'm your host, Mickey 96, along with Freddie G, K-Money, and Slash. Collectively, we are the Miners Man. I want everybody that's on YouTube to go out and subscribe and click the like button. If you're on Twitter, follow us at 52 Scott Podcast and on IG and Facebook at the 52 Scott Podcast. Good evening, people, and welcome to a new edition of Think Thursday. Uh, man, this weekend I was sitting back and reminiscing, uh, you know, just life in general. And I thought, I went all the way back to when I was in, what was that? When I was bad, my bad years, from fifth to about eighth. Uh, those were my bad years. I had got put on punishment twice for a year. Back to back. Six and seven grade, I was on punch for a year. So um, I said that because I want to talk about the environment that I was in. It, did it shape my character and who I am, the person I had become? And I would have to answer yes, because like I said, fifth, to eight, uh, uh, fifth grade to eighth grade, those were my, those are the years where I thought I was molded into what I was going to be because fifth grade, I was headed down the wrong path. I was stealing and getting in trouble, doing all kinds of stuff, right? I was heading the wrong direction. That's why I kept getting put on punish for a year. <clears throat> then you fast forward, and my mama just got fed up, so she took me to Shape Community Center. Now, had she not taken me to Shape, I don't know where my life would have headed. But shape, they put me in the summer job programs. They put me in the uh, after-school programs, camp, uh, summer camps. So uh, karate, I was busy, 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 busy. The shape community center, you know, uh, self-help for African people throughout education. But it's not just for African people; it's for everybody. Uh, but they had so many programs that kept me busy and kept me doing positive, positive stuff that I had no time to rob, steal, or do none of that, right? right? So with that, man, um, y'all might laugh at this. I think bullying plays a part in our character, too. A lot of people always say, man, stop the bullying, stop the uh uh-uh. I'm totally different. I feel like bullying is necessary. Uh, It puts you uh, a la uh, uh, Eddie Griffin. It lets you know where you fall in the food chain. You, you think you gangster and hard, but when you run up somebody that's really gangster and hard, they put you in your place. If you, uh, you're trying to, like myself, I was trying to sell dope. Oh, but the dope does new. No, 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 this ain't for you. This ain't for you. No, go, go. They pushed me out. So they knew this is not where I belong in the food chain. What do y'all think <clears throat> about your upbringing and what y'all went through? if it played a part in the person that you are today. Uh, Slash, let me go with you, Slash. I see you over there thinking your wheels are turning. Um, So, yeah, um, if my upbringing 
played a part or did it, <clears throat> I would have to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as the bullying part is concerned, I've never been a victim of bullying, nor have I ever bullied anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always a kind of mild-minded or, you know, mm-hmm. type person. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, like normal people, until there's a situation that I have to change who my character at that point. Mm-hmm. But but do I think my upbringing had something to do with yes? Because in my day, we would sit and talk to older people so we could kind of learn some game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't think children do that today. They don't do that now, and I think you know. But that's a different story. But but that's what we used to do. We used to listen so we can get some game. Mm-hmm. And some of the shit we could kind of figure out, right? Because he didn't told us what he went through. Mm-hmm. Now we got an option, right? Now, exactly. You know, so K-Money. yeah, I mm-hmm. think your mm-hmm. upbringing does it make a difference. K money, what you say? Yeah, I, I do agree uh, with with everything that you said, uh, community ninety six. However, I, I do um, slightly disagree with the bullying statement. You know, I'm not a fan of bullying. However, I I can see how it does shape mm-hmm. or builds character with someone but right um some folks don't have the 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 the, the, the tough skin mm-hmm. to take it you know because some folks have taken their lives behind being bullied right that, that's true that's so, true and, um, and again that did this god i'm sorry for the people but again that's the food <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I I, I said like it's about not. To shed a tear, bro. It's not. I, yeah, but it's you got still a emotional. It's, it's emotional, but it's yeah. just one of those food chains. I mean, think yeah. about it. When the lions are chasing the gazelle, I right. feel sorry for the like, gazelle, but they gotta eat. Yeah, I feel that. You get um, what I'm saying? Yeah. I so do. I mean, you don't know. You don't know the mental some, state some of that person. Some kids don't rebound. Yeah, some can handle you know, it. Um, and and it, it doesn't affect him in that negative. Uh, and I got bullied a lot. You would you as much as I got bullied, you would think like I don't have the. I love you, Chris Rock, but I don't have your. I didn't fight my bullies back. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't start fighting my bullies back until I got older, like seventeen. Like so that. that's after that eighth grade. Period. I mean, yeah. Because so you said the fifth through fifth and eighth grade. Well, I was bad then. I was just. That was just bad doing that. So you bad got your stuff. ass whipped in fifth grade. But when I started grade. doing eighth grade, eight, nine, ten, I was trying to do good. I started going to Shape Community Center. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. When I started doing good, that's when the bullying came, right? So when I was trying to do good, that's when the bullying came. But I was a the crazy part about it was I was, at that time, ooh, I was a badass in karate. I think I was not fight at the time, except for one fight because he was way taller than me, <laughs> except for one. At the time, I didn't fight because I what I thought I might do to that person because I don't know how to turn off once I turn on. Except for one person, I was just I ain't gonna even lie. I was just straight up scared. But to 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 go back when I got when I got out the military, I went back looking for them to fight them, but they was cool as hell then. So whatever. (laughs) So but no, but I, I. that didn't build my character then. I was just being stupid. That was just a stupid thought. uh, If you're listening. Because I was just trying to get some get back. But I've grown up, and me and that guy are really good friends now. So, Freddie G, you being quiet over there. What do, what do you think? Well, I'm not a fan of bullying. Um, I do not like bullies. Yeah, you uh, stated that several times. Yeah, I do not like bullies. I have a, a couple stories about bullying. 
Um, if time permits, I'll share it with you guys a little later in the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not a fan of bullying. I think that um, um, I think that bullying actually uh, uh, have a more negative effect on individuals than a positive effect. So, do you think bullying is necessary? I, as much as you, I know how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. But is it necessary? Um, short answer: No, it's not necessary. K money, no. Slash, no. I don't think bullying is necessary. Okay, okay. I feel differently. I think, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, if you're not in, you, you gotta be placed in somebody's food chain. You just can't come into this world and it's just perfect. It's not. The world is not a perfect place. You gotta be challenged. So I feel totally different about it. But moving on from that, I wanna. I'm curious to know now. It has to be something because. Freddie G feels really strongly about bullying. I, I'm curious to know these stories now. Give, give, please let me hear. Okay. So I have two stories about bullying. And these stories took place in um, the fourth grade. Okay. The fourth grade. And uh, I will say this before I get into the stories. Mm-hmm. It actually did kind of shaped me in regards to really having a disdain for bullies, right? So I was raised by my grandparents. My mother was active in my life, but I was raised by my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I was always taught that, hey, you don't let nobody pick on you. Right. And uh, I was always taught that, hey, if they're bigger than you, pick up some and knock the shit out of them with it. Mm-hmm. That was like embedded in my head, right? That's always there. So I want to tell the first story was about a guy named Jarvis Smith. He's currently being, he's currently, from my understanding, Uh I don't know the full deal, but from my understanding, he's incarcerated now doing a lot of time. But his name was Jarvis Smith. And I'm giving the name out because you did it to me. (laughs) And, uh. Y'all, I've always been undersized. You know, I've always been on the slimmer side. Right. Jarvis was a big dude. You know, he's always big. So, we're in elementary, he was big. Even in the fourth grade. Yeah, we were in the fourth grade, he was big because I was slim, right? Looking like Ray Lewis. And, and so, I had just transferred from another school. Mm-hmm. And I was new to the class, and I had that that little shag Jerry curl hanging. <laughs> and uh, I used to can dance when I was younger, right? right? Right. So we was having a they was having a little party. Uh, the teacher, her name was Miss Minky. My fourth grade teacher name was Miss Minky. They was having a party, so I was mm-hmm. dancing, and all of the girls was liking the way I danced. Mm-hmm. Jarvis wasn't having it, so Jarvis hauled off and bust me in my lip. Ooh. My lips start bleeding. Yeah. In my head. Well, on top of that, I started crying. Yeah. All the girls looking. Yeah. Now in my head, in my head, I can hear my mama pick up something and knock the shit out of them with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I grabbed a chair. Uh-huh. And Miss Minky. Was across the room. She was making her way over. It was quick. Mm-hmm. I hit Jarvis upside the head with that chair, and blood went everywhere. Damn. Ooh. And I ran out the door because I got scared up. of the blood. But I ain't have to worry about Jarvis. You ain't no to worry about Jarvis no more, right? Now, another story, real quick. Yeah. 
guy by the name of Montez Allen. Sound like a football player. Yeah, Montez Allen. He was bigger than me, too. Yeah. Now, Montez, from last I heard, he lives in Oakland, California. Montez, you know this story. <laughs> Again, I was the new guy. Yeah. The girls liked the Jerry Curl that was hanging, right? The dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I do a little dance. I was Michael Jackson and all kind of stuff. Yeah, the wood. And, the so, <laughs> and so, so, man, I used to get 50 cents for lunch. I was on free lunch, uh, but I got 50 cents so I can buy this little cinnamon roll. Yeah. The cinnamon roll was a quarter. Yeah. And, you know, Montez asked me, hey, you got some money? And... Dumb. Yeah, I got, I got some money. And he said, give me that money. He said, No, he said, how much you got? I said, 50 cent. He said, give me that 50 cent. I ain't giving you my money. Uh-huh. I want the whole 50. So now we're sitting across class, but you know how you put your fist to your eye and your fist to yeah. your nose and your fist to the mouth? Yeah. That's how he was doing me across the room. Yeah. After school, 3 o'clock. So he telling me the whole 50. We hadn't had lunch yet. <laughs> yeah. I got a free lunch card, but I got that 50 cent because I wanted a cinnamon roll. <laughs> so I ended up sliding my 50 cent across the floor uh-huh. to Montez. Yeah. Ooh. I ain't never say nothing. Yeah. The next day, the whole 50. Ooh. I slid my 50 cent across the floor yeah. again. I was scared. The next day, yeah. the whole 50. He took 50 cent from me for a whole week straight. God rest, my, God rest his soul. I got a first cousin by the name of Johnny. He's deceased now. Yeah. I told my cousin Johnny. Johnny was about, about four, five years older than me. Mm-hmm. And he said, cuz, this is what you got to do. And he was teaching me how to hold my fist and everything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz, this is what you got to do. Right. So I go to, to school the next day. Before he can ask for the whole 50, I just took off on him. <laughs> yeah. I took off on him. And of course, the teacher break you corporal punishment back then. I got yeah. some pops, yeah, yeah, or whatever the case may be. They called my mama, whatever, right? Yeah. told my mama what went on, and my mama, well, he shouldn't have been fucking with him, yeah, he suspended a couple, of yeah. Days. And yeah. so, the bottom line to that is, I ain't never had no problems with bullies. I know I was a little long winded, mm-hmm. but I ain't never had no problems with bullies. Yeah. And right to this day, I don't mess with bullies, and me. Yeah. Jarvis and Montez, we went to middle school together and we went to high school together. But they know what time it is. <laughs> no, that's some interesting stuff, man. What about what about like uh did you do what about football? Like I know some of us here play football. Uh here in Houston they have the Riverside Cowboys, they got the uh uh, Rich Sham- University Shamrock. Yeah, yeah, Shamrock. Yeah, they was all they was all hardest come to all hardest them and uh, the, the the Mustangs. Mustangs. Oh yeah. So we had a lot of. What about football? What is it? Uh, uh, we just snoop mm-hmm. the they little league that got mm-hmm. just got that big contract. Did football? Did it change any of y'all? Did it help y'all not right. commit crimes or, do, or keep y'all busy? Yeah, it definitely kept me out the streets, and that was my you know my mom's. Um, Biggest goal was to keep me busy. Right. You know, um, I actually did um, do some things with Shape Center also. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you, you passed through for a hot second. You didn't last. Yeah. A lot of people passed through there for a hot minute, but they never stayed. Wow. Uh, except for the summer job program because you work the whole summer, but then at the end of the summer, they give you this big fat check. It'd be in the thousands. You know, back in the day, thousands is a lot. You know what I mean? So, I actually, man, 
like, of course, Little League football, mm-hmm. they did it. Yeah. But uh, also uh, PABA, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, boxing yeah. program, boxing program that, yeah. that we all, most of us, uh, mm-hmm. pati- was that. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Reverend Martin. Yeah. yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, also, man, I'm going to tell you. What? Break dancing, man. I used to break dance. Yeah, because that was the big thing. Yeah, break dancing. And that yeah. lasted a good, what, at least from sixth grade? Because I remember Arthur Morgan and and, and who was that other little, little, little Purdue and all that. Little Arthur. Uh, little Arthur. Not yeah. Arthur Morgan. Little yeah, Arthur. Little Arthur. And, yeah. before, and Purdue. Purdue. And they used to dance. Yeah, that lasts forever because they was doing it in middle school. And they did a little bit yeah, in high school and then break they stopped. Dancing, break dancing did actually yeah. help uh, uh help me you know stay focused or whatever i used to be with this crew man well it was me and another guy we used to call ourselves the space breakers <laughs> and we used to dance against the bebop breakers now i'm yeah. gonna tell you yeah. the bebop breakers was y'all remember the, the local song you said it was love by special tree yeah, yeah special yeah. tree yeah shannon and t-bone them they, they were the bebop breakers we used to dance against them oh that's funny slash you different you music Super super producer of music, super producer of music, up to super producer. Did music inspire you back then? Or did yeah, that's keep- actually um, part of the reason why I did it so long, because I was introduced to it as a child. Um, oh, okay. So, so, yeah, it was one of those things, and, and it was put in front of me, and, and I had the decision, you know, do I like this or do I not like it? You know, try it, you might like it. And I tried it, I might like it. You know, so I stayed doing it, but yeah, that had a lot to do with a lot, lot, yeah, yeah, with building my character right now today. Because I could already see you probably sat and just did beats all the way till early morning and be like, dang, I was in this beat machine for a long time. There was a period of time where you know I was a teenager doing a lot of shit in the street, Mm -hmm. shit, dumb shit, you know, Mm -hmm. like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But then there was also a time where I say, okay, you know, it's time to get back and just really focus on your craft and what you're doing, you know. And you'd be amazed, man, the time that you put in and what you get out of what you put in. It's it's all about how much you invest in it and what you're going to get out of it, you know. Yeah, exactly. But they, they, they always say the job you're supposed to have is the job that you would do for free. Right. And I know you probably that's get true. a lot of stuff for yeah, free. Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff like that, And man. that's why you're so, so, you successful at what you do right it's, now. So. Well, because to me, man, it's, it's, it's what I like doing. Right. You know, it ain't like I don't like to do it. You know, mm-hmm. like you go to a job and be like, man, I'm just working just because it's a job. But, yeah. but that, this is something that's a passion, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I think it's looked at differently from each individual on the passion that they have about something that they do. You know, you got some people. I know people that fish mm-hmm. with a passion. Right. You know what I'm saying? All types of things that Just you can do, do with, a with a passion, you know, that'll keep you out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. trouble, yeah. And I think if most people just adopt something like that, you know, the world would be a better place. You got a lot of people that don't have no nope. no hobby. Yep, nothing know? at all, yep. So, yeah, what you do in your, your life, your you know, your past life did, should affect you're present, you know. Exactly. <clears throat> Let me ask you this, comedian '96. Uh-huh. Um, we grew up in Third War, so mm-hmm. do you think if you were bullied in a different neighborhood, your character would be different than being bullied? In, in um, if it wouldn't be for Shape Community Center and knowing karate. Okay, I knew how to fight even before karate. Um, I only had lost one fight. 
before karate. After karate, I hadn't lost any. So before karate, I had a little, oh, that's a good question. So, so you, you grew up I, in Katy. Uh, probably with, oh, bullying in Katy, I mean, but that's a different area. It ain't that's gonna what be I'm just saying. Fool, Do you just think straight up hood dudes? That's what I'm saying. I so probably would have been doing the bullying. Just being honest, because you you pushed it out to a a a yeah. More but prior to you being, I mean, because you being bullied is what changed your bad. character. I was still. Oh, you still bad. a badass I was, kid. I, I, okay, I ain't gonna say I was bad. I was mischievous. Okay, right. So like you like what I mean by that is like you tell me, hey man. Don't touch, don't touch my, don't touch my watch, right? That's sitting on the table. I won't touch it. I, I'll do exactly what you said. However, I will take my finger and just hover over that motherfucker. <laughs> That's mischief. That's the stuff that I did. So, uh, being in another, that's a good question, man. It could have went either way. I could have ended up being the bully or I probably would have been the bad guy because then if you push me out to Katy, which is a more, it's a nicer neighborhood out on the outskirts of Houston here, if you're not from here, uh, I'd probably end up being the bully or the bad guy. I've been, it would have been, because, you know, now I, you done brought a hood dude to a more nicer neighborhood. So, um, yeah. And I think, honestly, my character really didn't really develop until the Navy because Remember I, earlier I told you I didn't face my bully. I'm going to tell you how retarded I am. When I finally got the nerves to face a bully, I was alone. I was in the Navy. No one was there. No one could help me. They kept taking my stuff, taking my hat, taking my food. Well, when they took my food, that was the last straw. This bully, and I'm not joking, he was 6'5", <laughs> arms cutting out of his, and I finally faced him, and I did it. I, at that point, it was like, you know what? I'm just going to get what I'm going to get. But you ain't going to take my food. And he was seven deep. And they were all gangbangers. I'm not going to say what, where they were from, what they did, but they were gangbangers. Yeah. And that was more nerve-wracking than anything because I know how they roll. It ain't never going to be one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, but this yeah. particular time, I was so small. And he's 6'5". At the time, like right now, I'm almost 5'10". But at the time when I joined the military, I was 17 going on 18. I think I was 5'7 and about 148 pounds. This dude was like 6'5, 230. But I went head up and I and I got the best of the best. Because I just had it's enough was enough. After that, that's when that's when my character started building. Because now I got the confidence to know that, all right, I can get with anybody. If I got with his big ass, yeah. I can get with anybody. For our listeners. I want to say that I can vouch for that story that Comedian 96 just told. Um, Thank you, sir. We were stationed in two separate places. Uh, however, uh, I was stationed in, in San Diego, California at the time, and Comedian 96, his ship uh, uh, would, pull, would pull sometimes, but then it, it became stationed at San Diego as well. Mm -hmm. And so he was uh, uh, attached, meaning living on the ship, uh, but I was actually living in the barracks. Loving, so, loving life. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I, can, I can vouch that that story he told is absolutely true yeah i was i ain't gonna lie i was scared because the man they did all kinds of, they hung me up on coke machines now and at the time i, mean, I will i will say this i will say this i did not know now he didn't he, know 
that he was being bullied at the time because had I known he would have got kicked out. <laughs> Y'all should have known Freddie G. Had I years. known, he but, but that story out. is true uh, to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So I, it was one of them things. I just knew I had to. I, I knew that Freddie G would have bought the crew like we did at the San Diego Chargers game. But we ain't gonna talk about that. No, I don't talk about that. <laughs> and, but no. So it was one of them things I had to deal with on my own because I knew I had to grow because I was getting older. But I said that to say that your environment, the people around you. And uh, your character, your, it builds character. So watch your surroundings, man, and watch out who you're around. Hey, love life and enjoy. Peace. This concludes our show for today. And if you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at 52 Scott Podcast. Also, IG and Facebook at the 52 Scott Podcast. Also, like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for Black Friday. See you all soon.